Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. Hey. Thank you for tuning in to Love Us As We Are. I'm Miracle Johnson. I'm Kenya Chanel. I'm Al Punkin. And today, our lovely topic is going to be, is the mind and tongue your evil? But of course, before we get started, we want you guys to check us out on our social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Facebook is www.facebook.com forward slash L-O-V-E-U-S dot A-S-W-E-R dot three nine. And of course, um, we have an email address. If you guys have any questions or concerns or any topics that you would like us to discuss, please email us at loveusaswear at gmail.com. So once again, today we're going to be talking about is the mind and tongue your evil? We're going to go ahead and get started with Miss Kenya Chanel. Hello, everyone. Uh, Well, starting off in this topic, uh, my mind, I know it dwells in the area for me. It dwells where our our soul lies, Mm -hmm. our mind, our will, and our emotions. And a lot of times in that area, that's where a lot of my uh, carnal person dwells that's that is where that carnal person dwells that's where that temporary person that is only here for this short amount of time that's that's that part of me but the spirit of me um that's something totally that's a whole nother compartment within the vessel and that's really the construction of the tabernacle of god how he had it set up initially when he was trying to, you know, uh, communicate and, mm-hmm. and be in, at one with his people, he had the tabernacle of Moses erected up initially. And then it went into David and to Solomon, the different kings of Israel, what have you. But going in now, we're into another sector where now all of us have that tabernacle with us. Um, I say that. For me, um, I really, uh, it was a, a fight and a, a lot of mm-hmm. um, renewals and transformations in my thinking and way of, ways of thought, even just recently, just oh, yeah. starting this year, um, because I didn't realize that I had a lot of negative self-talk. Yeah conversation going on within myself and didn't realize that the conversation uh one thing that my uh counselor that I'm I'm going through her service right now she told me um in our session the other day she said life is a conversation and whatever mm-hmm. conversation you're having with yourself you're living that out yep and I thought about that and I said okay So my mindset has to line up. If, if, if I want a certain type of outcome, my mindset has to, you know, line up with that, with that. Um, and then the part where the tongue, the tongue is just most of the time a manifestation of what's going on in your mind. Mm-hmm. And it comes out audibly where other people can hear it, where you can right. hear it yourself. Yep. And most of the time when we hear things, we believe it. Just mm-hmm. as much as faith, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of the that, you know, the mm-hmm. Lord, that's the spirit, that's building your spirit. 
But if you want to build your mind, will, and emotions, your soul, the soul of you, then you're going to, and you want to feed yourself certain things, you're going to build yourself mm -hmm. up based on what you're putting into your ear gate, what you're feeling, you know, yep. what, what's going on. What with, you see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What you see. So therefore with me, um, I'm not nowhere near perfect. Um, oh, no but I, yeah. So once I realized that the com the negative conversations that I was having with myself were continuous conversations that I heard going over my head when I was a child and then mm -hmm. the conversations just kept going as an adult and I just never knew how to stop it. It was like it was environmental. Yeah, so one realization I came to, and this was very, this was an epiphany for me uh, yesterday. She said, um, and I have to reveal this part or what have you because it was just, it was, yeah. But I said, I noticed growing up, my grandmother um, she would look out the window in the ghetto, look out the window and just talk, talk to somebody, right? And I was little, and I'm like, who is grandma talking to? And I would be scared to go to her and ask her who she's talking to, because she got her liquor, and grandma get mad, she pissed off, she'll throw that whole big bottle of liquor <laughs> at your head, and don't care if you die. Okay, so we were scared. So one day I was bold and I tippy told the grandma and I said, grandma, who do you be talking to? Like she be talking and answering like people are sitting at the table. Nobody was there. <laughs> okay. And I remember one time she answered me. Another time she go, girl, shut go on it. You know, something mm -hmm. like that. But. This time she answered me and she told me some people's names or what have you. I can't remember all the details. But one of the things that I realized was that I have a gift. That's That was a gift that she was able to. She Grandma knew how to tap into the spiritual realm of her. You know, she knew how to tap into it. She was devout uh, Catholic, did her rosary every day or what have you. But... And I'm not saying grandma was perfect in her life or nothing like mm -hmm. that, but a gift is a gift. Mm -hmm. Right. And like Romans say, the gift and call of God are irrevocable. Right. So if he placed a, a gift in you, regardless of what you are, it's in you. Mm -hmm. And it can't be taken away from you. Yeah. So she um, was, and, and what was revealed to me was she was able and wasn't afraid of being able to tap into the spiritual realm. Wow. Right there. And I said, because grandma would literally, you, you're you standing in front of her, she don't see you. You're tuned, she's like she's tuned, tuned out. out. She's like checked out and just having a conversation. Wow. And I and I told, I told her, she said, so what did you think when you saw that Kenyan? And I thought about it, I thought about it, and I said, I thought she was crazy. Mm -hmm. She said, that's it right there. When the Holy Spirit is trying to speak to you, can you, you think it's crazy? Oh wow! You think it's crazy when he when he gives you dreams, when he gives you things that you know it's a gift or you think it's crazy. Wow. That's the conversation mind. that you're constantly you you have to think about. And I thought about it and I said, okay. 
So, you know, really honestly, I, I ha- it's imperative that I get my mind lined up. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. because in this day and time, stuff is just so uh, out of crazy. Yeah. And, and you'll go out of whack and crazy yeah. too if you don't keep your mind asphyxiated mm-hmm. on it. You go mm-hmm. there too. In a lot of ways, we human. We're not perfect. And right. Like you said, you know, if you're, I, I, you know, I'm glad you hit on it because that's pretty much where I was coming from. Um, I had wrote down that, um, you know, your thoughts come through your mind and then from that that's where your words which will be your tongue is formed and then from your tongue that's where your actions form Mm -hmm. that comes from your heart and then from that I have wrote that that's where you become um that's where you get your habits and then from your habits that's where your character comes which in turn is who you are Mm -hmm. as a person and so I was just saying to myself um Sometimes my mind and my thoughts and my tongue and everything else is my evil. Because sometimes it's yeah. just, it depends on, for me, and I'll just say for me, depending on what I'm going through or what I'm attacked with, sometimes you can either overreact, you can underreact, but more than likely you're going to overreact and right. say something that you're going to yeah. regret, that you're going to have to clean up. And it's like a domino effect, you know, or a snowball. The longer that it rolls, the bigger it gets. Right. But um, I don't know. It's just, but as you said, you just, you got to be more conscious, I guess, you know. And the way that I, the way that I learn, or for me, it works for me to be aware of what's going on with me is I have to, you know, iron sharpens iron, so does mm-hmm. one brother sharpen another. So I have to be um, connected to the body oh, in some yeah. kind of right. way. I have to talk oh, to, I have to have somebody pour into me, like, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yep. So I have that accountability. And one of the avenues I chose to take, especially before taking a, ven- a venture like what we're doing with Love Us As We Are, is counseling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of the fact that, I understand now that life has been a conversation and I've been holding a very, um, uh, a, a, a conversation that came from a negative place. Mm-hmm. I'm, now learning how, I'm now learning how to appreciate the now and see it as a present mm-hmm. and okay. see it as what, you know, a gift mm-hmm. and appreciate it. And learn that living in my flesh is not going to give the Holy One my the glory. And I cannot allow conversations from the past of what I thought of myself or other people mm-hmm. thought of me rule me. Because yeah. that's what will that's where the the negative actions out of me will come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It will come yeah, from that yeah, it will come from those places where it's like and the only way those type of things could be revealed or that I could see that is I had to have somebody else from the outside looking in and say with the flashlight and say, King, okay, this is right here. No, no, no. Okay, we can move this. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's that's a heart that's pli- Ooh, sorry, <laughs> pliable and good for um God to use mm-hmm. when you're not stuck in your way and you can learn and be better. 
versus being somebody, oh, I know it all, or I got mm-hmm. it already. Yep. I don't need you to teach me nothing else. I don't need to learn. Yep. I don't need to be corrected. Right. Then you go sit down like Yeshua said, I only came here for the sick. Mm-hmm. Right. I came here only to heal the sick. I ain't coming for people that already think they healed and got it going on already. Right. I mean, it's a lot of people who live in the past. Mm-hmm. And because yeah. they can't break their past, they're, well, I'll use me, you know. My, my mind, once my mind gets set, on something, and I see something, and that's the way it is. I have a one-two, uh, and I only put a one-two. A one-two. Okay. T W O now, y'all. T W O. Um, because I only I don't go into giving you three chances. I, you know, I give you a first I chance. Give one. I well, give you two. God, God ain't like. But. You know, I'm not going to allow you to keep coming at me because my mind will tell me, okay, it's about time for something to happen. And then my tongue, my tongue is razor, razor sharp. I think my tongue is worse than a bullet sometimes. It can be. And with it being like that, I'm more so, I, I guess when we came about this topic, do your mind play tricks on you? which causes your tongue to react. I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. You could say to someone, um, uh, hey, are you going out to the store today? And they'll take that completely like you're trying to get in their oh, business. Oh, yeah. You're trying, you know, you're trying to get my business, trying to find out where I'm going. The way that they comprehend it. Because yeah. they're comprehending their mind is playing tricks on them or they're that not, conversation they had, right. already started before you get finished saying mm-hmm. what you're saying their mind is saying Talking this about is something right so then their tongue is the yak 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 it okay and then me i react you know so your mind like like my niece said so to so your, right your mind can create total habit yeah. And you gotta decide what you allow and what you don't allow mm-hmm. in your mind. So if you allow craziness in your mind, you're gonna produce craziness. Mm-hmm. Even if around you, you if you right. even accept it around you, I think it go a little step further because um I know for me personally. Now that I'm trying to be more conscious of, you know, what my thoughts are and, you know, how I speak or, you know, how it comes out, I had to take a step back to um, kind of evaluate, you know, who was around me and who I was connected with. Because sometimes, what's that saying? Birds of a feather flock together. And sometimes... You are who you are surrounded. It's, Mm -hmm. It's like sometimes that particular person kind of rubs off on you. Right. And like, for instance, I, I, you know, there's a a person that I kind of had to remove myself recently from. And it was just like, uh, with that particular person, I would, you know, they would ask for advice or what have you. And they would say, you know, their, the personal um, things that they were going through. And I would, you know, 
say things back. And I, I realized that that person, you know, they needed to do a self-evaluation, but be honest with themselves. And so it was kind of getting to the point where I kept repeating myself and that, you know, became right tiresome. But then all of a sudden I began to kind of sort of act like them and I had to catch myself and I'm just like, okay, wait a minute. This is not me. You know how you be right. talking to yourself inside yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait a minute, what the heck? Like, in what way? Are you like, like, okay, um, I've never been one to to have anxiety. This particular person had a lot of anxiety and mm-hmm. depression, and in some instances, uh, with past situations recent, I will find myself kind of. I don't know. It's because I've been like a um a bag carrier for them. Yeah. You know, taking on yeah, a sponge. You know, yeah, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. It's in you now. Now I'm reacting the same way as they are, which playing with my mind and my thoughts. And -hmm. then, you know, like I said, the way that I would react to certain things, you know, my actions and stuff, it'll be like them. And that's why I was like, okay, wait a minute, this is not working. So what I'm going to do you know, I'm just going to have to remove myself, you know, from that situation and then get get my myself together because I'm becoming them. Yeah. And I, I don't want to allow anyone else to rub off on me. Right. And before I fall, you know, like totally fall privy to how they will react. I just need to give myself because that's not me. Right. Okay. Well, but, see, go ahead. And I would say, well, consider this. And this was like posed to me too. Consider that there are times where you're around people or you have people around you that you cannot get rid of. And you have to you know, endure, endure. That's yeah. Perfect word. Endure and, you know, learn how to watch your tongue and watch what you say in those environments or what have you, or you'll find yourself in a place you don't want to be. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, what do you do in those situations where, you know, you can, it's easier, you know, once you, it's not easy going through the process of, you know, being used and realizing that, hey, this person, mm-hmm. you know, learned a lot, lesson learned. But, you know, all right, we, I don't have to associate myself, but what about those that you, you cannot yeah. break away from? You don't always have to, okay, I'm going to use me for an example in my situation. Um, you don't always break away from the person, but you dismiss the person. Oh, okay. I like and that. I can be in a room with, in my situation, I can be in a room with you and not be with you. Right. My mind allows me to walk away. You know, just like you was talking about, you know, your grandmother talking and everything. Mm-hmm. I can have a full conversation and not even involve you in my conversation in my mind I can look at you and say okay you acting crazy today okay this is what I'm going to do I'm going to tune you out mm-hmm. you, you are oh I almost said it. you are a non-factor 
in my life. So, okay, y'all know what the, what it is. Y'all, you are non-MF factor in my life. Okay, let's just break it on that. Okay, so if, with that being said, you're no longer a part of me. I dis, I put you away from who I am. But what if because it's like a family member? Yeah, like I said, that comes away from me. Okay, but but see, just like okay, give an example for me. Now, for me, I cannot banish this person. That's impossible for me to do that. So what I said to this person yesterday was, you know, because normally my conversation would blow up. Mm -hmm. And get and get out of control because my tongue, my mouth now is lining up with the conversation that twelve year old, sixteen year old, seventeen year old, twenty year old King is having, and now it's yeah. now, and I'm giving you all of that, yeah. like, man, woman, because you're not listening to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So now I'm saying, okay, God, how can I change this conversation with her, with this person, so that I'm not stressed out. Mm-hmm. My household is not feeling the effects of right, that right. conversation. So where do I gain control in that area? And my sister helped me out. She said, bring them into your conversation. And that's true. Operate in the spirit. That's all flesh. When you talking your soul, think about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Think about what you're doing. Think about if it's lining up with the, if, if it's, all if it lines up and categorizes with the mind, will, and emotions, that's all about your. That's all about you, your yeah. flesh. Mm-hmm. But if you trying to, if you say you trying to walk, what did Jesus say? What did Yeshua say? He said, "Those walk with me, walk with me in spirit and in truth." truth. Right. I said at seventeen, that's what I want to do. I never lied. That's that's the truth. That's what I want to do. So I'm saying, how can I walk in spirit in this situation? Bring her into my conversation. So now. You you know yeah. you responding all nicely on Facebook with stuff. Normally, king of all types. Of, I might still be that mm-hmm. after that conversation yesterday, but I'm not going to allow what is going on within you to right. project right. Yeah. and yeah. dictate to me. And that's a learning. That's hard. That yeah. I'm not yeah. always there right. at all. But at the same time, it, it's a learning process for me. Yeah. I'm learning so much. You know, just in this, you know, having the light shine on me and yeah. see just by being transparent and not being afraid. Hey, it's not, it's okay to grow. Right. You don't have exactly. to stay in a certain mindset and think I'm there. Nobody's mm-hmm. arrived. You right. don't never arrive. I mean, some people uh, are in your life, and I say this all the time, for a season. They're yeah. not in your life right. for the long run. Right. You know, uh, just like with Peter. You know, he said, you know, I'm with you, God. I'm down for you. I'm going to do this. I'm, you know, they they take do this to you. I'm down for you. You know, they have to do it to me. And God said, this ain't your time. This is all about me. It's not about what you're going to do. You're going to stay here and you're going to handle and do what you need to do. Right. So people are not a part. See, they see y'all. See, y'all don't understand what the laugh is about. The laugh is about because, you know, this like is all popular. Oh, <laughs> see, that what so, so, I mean, this is went to the skate ring. Crystal skate. <laughs> but no, on the series, the being I'm serious. Peter. 
He had the crock of doo to do. He uh-huh. had the but no, I, you know, but at the beginning, that's what Peter did you say. You got to get What did Peter say? He said, he said, you know, I'm down for you, you know. He did for a But now here's the thing. <laughs> In the long run, see they laughing because you know they you know I'm a God, new I'm a new I'm a, I'm a new babe in Christ you know I've been in here for a minute and everything and you know yes no, I'm like new. Yes. Look, but now getting back on topic, you know. Yes. But in the end, it wasn't Peter's season. It wasn't time for him to show up and show out. It was time for him to step back and let God prove the point he came here to prove so at the same so what i'm trying to say is when your season is here that person may not be walking with you in that season so you got to let them go i mean and there's a lot of ways to let people go you know i have friends that drain me when i talk to them and when i say drain me they drain me to the point where i'm like jesus I'll kill them if they don't do something. I mean, it's not that I want to harm them or anything, but they drain me to the point where there's nothing left. Their mindset, their tongue is their weapon against me. And anybody know me, using your tongue against me is not a good thing. No, because you don't do nothing but retaliate. (laughs) And that is very true. You know, I think about things that I can do to you. You know, like I said, I'm still a babe in Christ, you know, you know, you know, and, you know, but at the same time, I'm learning that I have to walk away. Like today, I walked away and went and punched the wall. You know, what I really want to do was punch a person, but I walked away because that this is my season to act that way. My mind. Wait, wait, wait so hold on. What you talk, wait, <laughs> <laughs> it's not your season to act a so fool. So what? So you yeah. have fools. You have seasons to act a fool. What's the name now, of that season? Is there see, a name for that? No. See, let me break this. Down. <laughs> Y'all, let me break this down for these children. <laughs> no, in my <laughs> season where I was out there, where the stuff I'm going through now. It wouldn't have went this long. I wouldn't have had. I wouldn't have had. So that season, that season I was in, where I just jump and react and not think about it. I'm past that season. I'm in the season now where I'm allowing people to act a fool, and I try to walk away from you. Within the last month, they say, you know, when your blessings are getting ready to come. That's when the devil gets oh, at you yeah. the most. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's been playing habit. And I've been walking away, you know, putting dents in walls and everything. <laughs> and all. I mean, because, I mean, it's not my time to act that way. But kind of getting back to allowing people into you. I'm not allowing people into me. I'm not going to allow no one to get me to the point where I go back to who I was. I'm trying to stay away (laughs) from that. So if it means that I can sit there and look at you and you just did your mouth, I tune you out. You know, I'm sitting there looking at you 
and you think I'm paying attention. I'm no longer paying attention. I'm no longer. That's my handsome nephew. He's just a little upset. And, you know, he's going through a season right now. <laughs> but, no, I'm not going to allow you to take me out of the character that I have worked so hard to build. Yeah. I'm not going to allow you to make me something I'm not. So when I think about this, your mind and your tongue, your mind, a lot of times, is the devil playing with you. And yeah. the next thing that happens is your tongue get the wagon. Mm -hmm. And my tongue, like I said, is very sharp. And it's, it's and, hard to stop it. Right. Once it gets started. And I don't yeah. know. They talk about, back in the day, it was called joning. Sometimes now they say snapping, you know, or popping off. I was a popper, baby. <laughs> you know, I would take you down and then stand there and ask you, to, okay, now we don't say it all that. Let's go ahead and do this and get this fight on over. You know, now will I love you afterwards? Love us as we are? Nope, that wasn't in my mind. Killing you was, I'm getting better now. Because I'm not allowing my mind to react yeah. with my tongue. And as long as my mind and my tongue don't react together, yeah. I can get past it. But then, too, that's all me. I have to be able to put me in a place. And if you don't do that, if you don't allow yourself to dismiss yourself from a situation, oh, yeah, yeah. then you get the negative. And God knows I'm getting a lot of negative. But the thing of this, now they don't know how to handle me. Because I would be honest, in the very beginning, I really want to snatch the taste out of somebody's mouth. But now I'm at the point where I'm saying, okay, I'm going to ignore them. I'm going to keep it moving. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and try not to deal with the craziness. Mm -hmm. But yeah. each person has to find their way of, I guess, not dealing, but... Uh, interacting in the season mm. or interacting with a person, a thing. It could even be a thing. It could be your car you get pissed off at. You know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, so it could be, it don't have to be a human being. It could be a car. It could be the weather, you know? I mean, any number of things. So your mind, how far are you going to let your mind rule you? Oh, that's a And how idea. far are you going to allow your mind to rule your tongue. And now, when are you going to learn, shut up? And believe me, I can say that because a lot here lately, I've been telling myself, you need to shut up. I'm, it is hard, but but then again, I can't say that it's hard because now that I kind of see a blueprint in front of me, the, the only thing that came to my mind when I saw that it looked like it was going to be hard was learning something new right you know getting my feet wet and something new was like can I get I know I can get it you know mm -hmm. we we can get this but but my past is my past yeah right and <clears throat> one of the things that is well the thing that is my blueprint that's helping me with that is is that when I and the revelation came to me there too was you keep going back in, in the past mm. and when yeah. you go back in the past illegally right. you go into a dark 
demonic. Place. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a lot of um, uh, what's the word? Bondage. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of hostility. It's a dark place. Mm -hmm. Unsure. Right. When you go back into the past illegally in your mind. But when God takes you there, he's taking you there to learn something. Right, There's right. healing there. There's something you're going to yeah. learn and gain from and come out a better person. Mm -hmm. So that's my blueprint right now. And I'm now taking baby steps. And yeah. Now, you know, saying, okay, can you, I'm, am I in this place? Yeah. Am I supposed to be here? Right. You know, in my thoughts. I have to, you know, now stop and ask mm -hmm. myself that question. Sometimes you do. And, and sometimes, and I know how spontaneous things in life can be sometimes, you know, it's not going to always be you hit. But I strive to yeah. be, you know, better. Right. And that's all you can do is to be a better person mm -hmm. and everything. You can't control what anybody else do. You can't control the environment around you. But what you, one thing you can do is control you. Yeah, you can control it. how you react to things, how you let people perceive you, or mm -hmm. how you allow yeah. people to interact with you. Either you're going to go along with them, just like you said earlier. You get to bring the people into you, mm -hmm. not you go into mm -hmm. their drama, their confusion, their mess, and everything. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, people that mind and their tongue are out to get you it's not so much that they're out to get you it's something missing within themselves oh, so they're yeah. trying that's to, exactly. they're exactly trying to is, either tear you down or yep. better yet destroy you because either it's something that they feel that you have that they want mm -hmm. or yeah. it's something they feel that you're doing better that they don't want everybody to see that light shining mm -hmm. on you so you yourself have take to, something from you right right yeah. mm -hmm. you yeah. know but you know i guess you can give it to them let them have it because the bottom line is if they don't know how to use it they're not right. going to keep it right it's not going to get they, the they, they or they think you're trying to take something from them right mm -hmm. you know yeah. so many different things right. or reasons you know it's like you know you're trying to control me that might be one of them or you know uh you think you're better than me or you you know you doing this and everything you think you all that and i mean it's a lot of things with the mind play tricks mm -hmm. on people to the point you know you could be friends with someone for years and in the process of being friends it just takes one little thing for oh, you to yeah. see who they really are or mm -hmm. see how their mind is set. I mean, it's not always a thing of I'm there for you, I'm there for you, I'm there for you. A lot of times, I'm there for you have a backdoor meaning. Mm -hmm. You know, right. um, someone told me years ago, did you do everything you did for me? Because when you got older, you needed someone to be there for you. And that hurt because I'm not that type of person. If I do something for you, I do it because I want to do it because that's me. For them to say that, that hurt. But at the same time, I had to look at the person that was saying it and see who they were. Right. Because they have the mindset of being, I don't want to <laughs> use the word evil, but oh, wow. some they, they mm -hmm. always look at people in a negative way. Or want to talk about people in a negative way. At the same time, their tongue 
is their weapon. You know, they, you know, talk about people, et cetera, et cetera, you know, and I'm, I'm going to get mad. Some of my church folks going to get mad. But there's a lot of y'all up in the church, okay? And y'all are up in there. People, a lot of people don't even come to church because of your mind and your tongue. Because people walk in and they may not have the best clothes on. Right. And you don't look them up and down. They come in, you are moved over and looking at them like, who are you? Moving your purse. Right. You moving your purse like, I don't know you, you know. And I can kind of understand because that's the human side. But at the same time, how are you going to be a child of God when you are not even open to be human? Let people come as they are. Right. Like love us as we are. You know, I read this thing the other day where this pastor, this new pastor took over this church. And he sat outside and he was a pretend to be homeless and a beggar. All the people that went to his church walked past him, ignored him, act like he was nothing. So he went into the church, you know, going to the service, sitting, you know, the back of the church, people were moving over away from him and everything. And then they said, well, the new pastor's here. We're going to bring him up and introduce him. And when he got up, people were like, oh, you know, and everything. And the statement he made. And I can't say it word for word. He said, this is how you treated God. You did not, you know, you do not accept him for who he is. And and it's a little deeper than that. But the bottom line is we as people are quick to judge Mm -hmm. with our mind. Then we do the stupid part. We open our mouth Mm -hmm. with our tongue and say, this is what it is. I mean, and. With all that being said, those people, I don't know if he's still the pastor. They probably voted him out after that. But but the thing of it is, he tested them. And a lot of them were embarrassed. They were dropping their heads, you know, and everything. But the bottom line is, we do that. We as people do that. We as church people do that. You know, we look at people out on the street who's a little cuckoo for Coco Pops. Y'all know the people standing there on the corner begging for money. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, begging for money. And we turn our nose up and we assume that, oh, they, you know, they need to get a job. And I, I got to be honest. I've said it to you. Man, I don't work out there. I ain't giving you my money. But at the same time, what's wrong with they say they're hungry, taking them to McDonald's or Burger King or somewhere and giving them a meal? What's wrong with doing yeah. that? Now, I have done that. And I'm going to be now, honest. What, now, what, have you gotten one? And I know we off topic, <laughs> but have you gotten a, a person that was homeless and you try to give them a meal and they say they don't want it? Yes. 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 That, now, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Now, how was your mind and tongue at that particular moment? I cussed them out. <laughs> I cussed them. I cussed them to the point that my throat hurt. Oh, wow. <laughs> because I feel like this. You know, if I if you ask me for money and everything, I tell you, and you tell me you're hungry, and I go to yeah. buy you a food, 
that ain't what I want. Why couldn't you give me the money? You wasn't and being you, honest. You, were, you wasn't being honest. And I'm going, I'm not going to keep, I'm going to keep it real, real with you. I'm going to cuss your punk ass. I mean, mm, I'm going to cuss your behind out. Okay. We're going to delete that, y'all. <laughs> I told you, I'm still, I mean, I'm going to cuss you out. I mean, it's no if, buts about it. I'm just going to point blank cuss you out and be ready to fight you because I took my time to go buy you something. Now, I did meet one guy. He said he didn't have no food or anything. I was over on New York Avenue in Florida. And he said he didn't have no food, no. And he said he was trying to, you know, get some food to get, take to his kids. I went into the McDonald's and I, he told me how many kids I bought enough food for him and his kids and his oh, wife nice. and everything. He said, thank you. Now he could have went around the corner and sold it. I don't know. But the thing of it is his mind told me, thank you. That was nice. His mind told him to tell me, thank you. His tongue relayed that to me. So now what he did with it afterwards, I don't know. I know I saw him walking down the street smiling. I don't know if he, you know, you know yeah. but the same, the bad part about it is we do have dishonest people out here. We do. But who are we to judge? Because it says that we're supposed to give. We're not supposed to judge on what we give. We're supposed to give. We're supposed to be there for our fellow man. And we're not, you know, we're not doing that because we're allowing our mind. And our tongue to rule us, to take us to places we don't need to be. Yeah, I mean, who are we to say a person is home? I mean, you can look at people on the subway and say, oh, that's a nice watch they got on. That's a nice one. So that pe person may be two seconds from being homeless. Oh, yeah. You know, be. I mean, and I've been there, you know, nice clothes, nice mm -hmm. whatever. And within a blink of an eye, I was homeless. You know, people who didn't know me assumed, you know, oh, she's doing this, she's doing that, and, you know, oh, she should have done this, and she should have done that. Again, it was the mind. Like right. you said earlier, when people are talking about you and things, a lot of times you have to consider the person in front of you saying that. Right. Because sometimes, you know, they sitting on a cushion. Right. They sitting from a place where they're able to invest or do certain things or what have you. So their projection on you isn't even accurate. Mm -hmm. It's right. coming from a place of inexperience or you don't know what you're talking right. about. So why am I even trying to match wits with right. stupidity with someone that don't understand, don't cannot grasp and will not mm -hmm. where I've been and what, sh you know, the, the miles in, that you walked in, in your shoes, they can't, feel that yeah right i mean and the sad part about it is people okay let me put my more some more of my business up okay i drink okay when i was younger i drank i didn't drink i drank <laughs> i did not fall down in the street i did not uh go outside and act crazy or anything like that i like to drink do i do the same thing now no I will drink. I will go out somewhere and have a drink and enjoy myself. Back then, I would go out on Friday and be at work on Monday and been out the whole time <laughs> drinking, having fun. Okay, like I said, put my business out there. I, whoever's house I wind up at, I did what I got to do to stay tonight. So let's put it out there. Okay, now I know I'm not the only one, but 
at the same time, because people saw me then, they assume, oh, she still do this. She still oh, do that. Wow. They don't know what I do and what I don't do. 99% of the time, I'm at work. I can't drink and everything. But if I did, believe me, some of the problems I'm having right now wouldn't be having. But, <laughs> but I wouldn't have no job either. But, um, I mean, so you cannot. People grow. If your mind stays in the same spot when you met a person years ago, mm. you haven't grown. Yep. You are still in the same predicament. You still right. You still just stuck in the past. You're not allowing this. Well, let me stop saying. You're not allowing to see the person who has grown to be who they are. Because you still want to say, oh, you did this when you were young. Oh, yeah, we all did. Mm -hmm. You know, just like I said, some of you church folks pretend like y'all ain't not smoking no weed. Okay, say, yeah. Say the religious people, you that know, religious spirit causes people to blame each other, right? You, you know, know, pointing fingers. Oh, you did this judgmental, right? Like the first, you know, like just self accountable, right? I mean, it's not too many people out here that ain't smoke weed, ain't mm-hmm. smoke a cigarette, ain't drink. And let's put it out there, ain't had sex. I said it the nice way, okay. <laughs> So don't pretend, <laughs> and don't say because you didn't have, uh, don't have your children listen to this. This might have been rated X-rated. Uh, just because you didn't have intercourse, don't mean you didn't have sex. So right. let's go, let's be real with it. Mm-hmm. And I think because a lot of things that will is justified as having sex. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these people sitting up in church talking, about, oh, look at them. They just yeah, you did it too. How you think that baby got here? Okay. okay, you know, you didn't. Okay, now some of y'all may have waited till you got married. I don't know too many of those, but that's some of y'all could fair. have, you know, did that. I <laughs> mean, that's fair. Okay, that's you know, but don't knock the person who's living their life. If that's what they choose to do, let your mm-hmm. mind and your tongue stay to yourself right. in your world and enjoy your world. Again, don't come out there. Yourself, right. Don't come out. We all need we all need our saviors some kind for something. Right. If you don't need them, then you got a problem. Right. right. You know, and you know, I a lot of young people don't go to church because you got people sitting up there with their nose turned up like I ain't never and you never will. So <laughs> I mean it's it's I mean it's sad. That, you know, the mind is such a, the mind can be an evil tool. Yeah. And the tongue can be the backup to it and everything. So it's according to what you allow people to get into. And a lot of people hurt other people and destroy them because of what their mind and their tongue is thinking, you know. And it's a domino effect. Right. Then they end up. Hurting somebody because somebody hurt them. Right. And I mean, and it's sad because we as, you know, one of the things that God wants us to do is to go out and mingle. He don't want us to go into church and shut the door behind us, do our little uh, two-hour service, hour service, whatever. They come out and say, oh, well, I'm okay now. Uh, 
I'm going to step over this homeless person. I'm going to say, right, you're supposed to reach out to that homeless mm-hmm. person and say, hey, you know, you, else. you know, you, I might can't, you might can't come stay at my house, but if you're here next Sunday, I got a meal for you. I got some clean clothes for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, so let your mind and your tongue do good, not let your mind and tongue destroy. Right, and right. that's it? where your evil comes in. What was it? Uh, Proverbs. Um, what is it? Death and um, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. It's in life and death is in the power of the tongue. It yeah. is. Because you can actually, I mean, the thing about kids being bullied, they a lot of kids are being bullied by what they don't have. Mm-hmm. Because society says you're supposed to have on these $300 tennis shoes oh, that your mama, that your mama works at Walmart and they don't even sell the shoes in there, so she can't even steal them. So, I mean, <laughs> other kids are saying, you know, okay, I'm not standing up. Wait a minute. Don't say I said go out and steal no shoes now. Don't say oh, I said that. But, <laughs> now, what I'm saying is, if you can't get it for your child, okay, I understand that. But at the same time, teach your child, don't put all their hopes in material things. Yeah, that's Teach their mind to be able to think and function for themselves yeah, and let up. them let them use their tongue to say, okay, you went and bought $300 worth of shoes. I'm going to take my $300 and put it in the bank. By the time I get 18 years old, this is how much money I'm going to have. You ain't going to have them shoes because they're going to be all worn out and tore up. So, I mean, show them how to use mm-hmm. their tongue to fight, but not a nasty fight right. and everything. I mean, so we as people don't know how to do that because we let our mind set the pace for where we're going. Mm-hmm. We let our mind set the pace for our tongue to wag. And That's we it. Yeah. That's it. We flip out. And yeah. and this the scripture come to mind is that, that I think about is when it says uh be transformed by oh, the yeah, writing so of your mind. mind. Mm-hmm. That it's a continuous yeah. process that has always, yep. you know, and we do, there is an entity out there that understands right. that that is against us. Mm-hmm. The forces of darkness that knows that we are co-creators and that our words create for us. Yep. That when we say things out of our mouths, we're creating our right. atmosphere mm-hmm. and a lot of times we get caught up in our flesh and mm-hmm. the con in the constant things that we're saying to ourselves over and over again yeah mm-hmm. he'll use that right and next thing you know it comes out your mouth and you're saying oh i'm hurt oh i'm mm-hmm. sick and i'm tired and i'm blah 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 and then you open the doorway mm-hmm. and that's serious that's right. real mm-hmm. and once i you know like i said being transformed by the renewing of my, i'm renew. i'm i decided i have to renew my mind because i no right. longer want to have that negative self-talk and that conversation with myself right putting my own self down mm-hmm. you don't have to do it for me i'll do right. it for, for you first mm-hmm. it's like no uh-uh I ain't got no money. God don't love us like that. Nope. I ain't going to never have nothing. I'm going, I'm, you know, ain't nobody ever going to do nothing for me. I mean, you that, keep saying it and you keep not, saying it. And keep be saying in that same state. Mm-hmm. After a while, your mind says, yeah, you ain't as got no money. Think, as, mm-hmm. as a man thinks, so, so is he. he. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we as people got to stop letting your mind 
I'm not saying not think. I'm not saying that. But use common sense. Mm-hmm. If somebody wake up, wake up and not think, that. don't don't let your yeah use common sense. Yeah, like I said, use common sense, and common sense is your conscience of your thoughts right, right now, your conscience of what's going on in your head. Sometimes people get themselves caught up in crimes and issues, like really bad situations, and then come to and go, oh, I don't know what I was thinking, mm-hmm. right? Or they didn't checked out. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They're not. They're not mindful, mm-hmm. you know. You're not using your, right. your brain. You're not thinking. You, you know, know. You're just yeah. letting emotional, just right. too emotional. Mm-hmm. You know. I break it down a little bit more. A lot of these uh, strip club, strip clubs, men and women. So, cause you know, you, we got some women out there love the men strip club, just like the men love the women. Your mind is the one allowing you to sit there and look at something you ain't gonna get. I mean, you, I hate to say it, some of them men ain't looking at you. Okay. Some of them women, some of them women ain't looking at you. You sitting there flipping dollars and talking about make it rain, make it rain, make it rain. Uh They going to rain all right. They going to rain that money that you threw up there and take it to give it to somebody else or something. And then think about it. She's in there and doesn't think any more, or he's in there don't think any more of their body than to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been to strip clubs too, so don't don't say, "Oh, she never." Yes, I have. I've been to strip clubs. Okay, now did I give her my money? No, I'm not doing that. I went there to see what was going on, how it is, and I've been a couple of times because I wanted I want to understand. Why you go there, you know, what is the purpose of going there and everything? Now, some people say it's a release. I don't, I can't get, I don't see getting hot hot and bothered. I don't comprehend that too well, you know, uh, because, you know, you can get a dime a dozen out on the corner. Okay. I'm just saying, you know, you, you read between the lines. So you ain't got to interact uh, with somebody and flip dollars at them because you know that I would for my dollar. That, that mind gets you into them places that, and then you open your mouth and say, yeah. "Can you go home?" For me? Now you want to get mad because him or her don't like you. Okay, mm-hmm. now you want to cuss them out. They go to mind and the tongue working, and they're looking at you like, "Hey, you lost your mind. This is my job." So, uh-huh. I mean, so we as people got to step back and let our mind not overreact, not allow our tongue mm-hmm. to rule you. And until we as people do that, we're going to always be backwards. We're always going to be oh, yeah. some confusion. You know, um, my situation at my job, um, I wasn't supposed to say that, but anyway, my situation, <laughs> uh, the person, I feel their mind overrules them because there's nothing that I would want from that person. You know, I wish the best for them. Just, but I have to tune that person totally yeah. out yeah, and everything. I mean, to the point where it may look like I'm crazy because I'll go, like I said, and punch a wall or whatever. But <laughs> that's better than the old me. 
So I'm allowing my mind to take me away from them and let their mind do whatever they want to do with their mind, their issues, and everything, you know. So, again, like I said, the mind, the tongue is awful, especially now. Here's another thing we didn't cross. The lion that comes out from that tongue. Oh, yeah. Lord Jesus. Mm. Sometimes you can't take back what you done spit out. Right, you uh, know, or the lie you on tongue. Right, the lie you on told on someone and cause harm to them. Mm -hmm. You know, so, I mean, it's a thing where you really got to think on how it's taken, how it's perceived, how people are going to look at, I'm not even going to say how people look at you, because I really don't care how people look at me. I really don't, you know, but you have to, excuse me, re-examine your attitude mm -hmm. on what you put out. Right. Your negative vibes and everything. And don't think you don't give off negative vibes. Everybody give off negative vibes. Mm -hmm. You could break wind and give off a negative vibe. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, it's a, it's reality. It's not just hey, you know, I'm just thinking this way and this is the way. No, boo. You give off negative vibes. Uh -huh. So, I don't know. I'm going to turn this back over to my nieces because I've been talking a little bit too much. James, James, Um, I will go like into a scripture and say James chapter 3 verse 5 it says, even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And then verse 8, it says, But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, that is uh, beyond the truth. It's true. It's like venom. Mm -hmm. Like a snake. Yeah. But it's the smallest little part of our bodies mm -hmm. causing but the that deadliest. much. So size don't even matter no, in that no. case. But yeah. look at it. It's just, it's shaped like a, like a snake. Mm -hmm. oh, what was yeah. it? Yeah, it's shaped like a snake. Yeah. It comes out your mouth like a snake. It mm -hmm. goes out and comes back. I mean, so they have to get control over that member and recognize that yeah. both salt and you know hot and cold can't come out that you know at the same time. It, it just can't. Right, it has to be one or the other. Mm -hmm. So you know, my whole thing is don't let your mind and your tongue. Be your evil towards yeah. others on um, a daily basis. That's right. Awesome. Well, this was great. Um, that's all the time we have today, but we want to thank you for listening yeah. and definitely stay tuned for our next segment, um, which is going to be titled Silence is Golden. But before we leave, again, please check us out on our social media sites, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And um, if you have any questions or concerns, or if there's a topic that you would like us to discuss, please email us at loveusaswear at gmail.com, which is L-O-V-E-U-S-A-S-W-E-R at gmail.com. Thanks again. Bye-bye.